Welcome to Classic Vacations No Zone Podcast. In this episode, we've taken highlights from a recent webinar with Classic Vacations CEO Melissa Kruger and Grace McBride, CEO of Lucia, a contractor marketplace for the hospitality sector. Melissa and Grace discuss travel industry trends, the challenges facing travel industry entrepreneurs, and how the collaboration between Classic Vacations and Lucia can contribute to the support and growth of your travel business. Let's listen in. Well, hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Cynthia Gordica, Education Marketing Manager for Classic Vacations. And we are so excited to be partnering with Lucia, which is a freelance marketplace connecting travel businesses with vetted contractors. And here to explain how Classic Vacations and Lucia can help you grow and manage your business is Classic Vacations CEO, Melissa Kruger, and the CEO for Lucia, Grace McBride. Welcome, Melissa and Grace. We're really excited to hear from you today. Thank you, Cynthia, and welcome, everyone. I have really been looking forward to this morning. It's um, in partnership with Grace, as she is someone who I really, really respect. And Grace, you probably don't even remember, I first met you, I don't know if it was two years ago or three years ago, you were at Matthew's party in Las Vegas, and you were just making the rounds, and you were introducing yourself, and you say, we're saying, I've got a new business, and I'd like to share with you. And really putting yourself out there. So although we didn't start working with you um, as a customer until later, you caught my attention because of your, um, just your, your grace and the spirit about wanting to share um, your business. So in addition to the things you'll be sharing with the group today that we've invited, there's just kind of who you are as an entrepreneur. So um, thank you for that. You know, in our industry, we are all either entrepreneurs or we're wired like one. And as I've alluded to, Grace is one of the best. And her ability to see the needs of the marketplace and work to provide opportunities for all of us is, has been just spot on. And our coming together, Classic, and you know, Grace's organization made perfect sense. Our start at Classic was a little bit similar, is that we didn't need another tour operator, right? And so the, the world didn't. It was, there were plenty of wholesale companies servicing the Hawaii marketplace. But at that time, and some of you have heard me share the story before, it was $4.99, $5.99, $7.99, seven nights in Hawaii, and it was the back page of the LA Times or the San Francisco Chronicle. And at the time, Classic knew that there was a market that needed to be served that was going unserved. And that was, what if we only contract five-star hotels? And within those hotels, what if we just contract those top two categories of rooms? Would you then want another wholesale company? And of course, the hoteliers in Hawaii said, yeah, that's an unmet need. So we launched incredibly successfully there, so much to the point where people still often refer to us as classic Hawaii as opposed to classic vacations. And then true to our nature, you know, 45 years later, deeply rooted is customer-driven strategy, customer-driven innovation listening and under an acute understanding of what the customer's needs are. So loosely and probably not in perfect chronological order, the customers say, can you do the same in Mexico? Can you do the same in the Caribbean? Can you do the same in Europe? And that's actually kind of a fun ad. And, you know, Grace, maybe we won't have time to talk about it today, but I would be interested in your perspective is that we bought an existing DMC in Europe and we rebranded at Classic Vacations because that made sense to lend our brand equity to an unknown company. And that worked, right? We built, I mean, we are number one in Europe. Now, fast forward to today, we have customers that are like, oh, I'm going to work with a DMC. And I'm like, well, we actually are a DMC in Europe, branded as Hawaii. So funny things in different times, you know, different times call for different things. So you know, we expanded over the years, but we've always held tight to our values and our definitions while modernizing and rooted in who we are is that we build. We build with the travel advisor community. You are our only customer. And with building, that evolves and that changes. And, you know, a big topic for me is the concept of sustainable and responsible tourism, tourism that supports local communities and advisor entrepreneurship. And, they all really, really come together. And I would challenge everyone just to jot down for yourself is when I talk about sustainable tourism, what's the first thing you think about? Is it 
a, a key card that causes the lights to turn on? Is it a door that opens and the air conditioner shuts off? Is it, you know, no plastic bottles? All of which are a complete value and they contribute and they shouldn't be minimized. But I also feel, you know, at Classic, and I, I speak for myself and my leadership team, that there is a place where the planet wins, which these things are important, where the community wins, right? The communities that we serve and where the economy wins and none are at a cross purpose, right? So if we think about hotels doing the right and responsible thing in the way of practices, that keeps their costs down. And when their costs stay down, that means they're able to be a better employer in the community where they exist. We, as an industry, we are the lifeblood of many communities across this across this great planet. And so having a responsibility to the planet, yes, but also a responsibility for the livelihood of individuals that, you know, have the same dreams that we have, you know, sending their kids to college and buying a home. And it's really important to us at Classic. And one of the questions that we talk to our partners about is, how much of my client's dollar is actually staying in that community, right? Is, is it 60? Is it 70? Is it 80%? Um, that is staying within that community, that is growing that community so that we are not, that we're not a hardship. And when we start talking about hardship itself, and it will come back to our partnership with Grace, is that um, we want to make sure that we can contribute to being an employer, right? That we can contribute to being an employer in that area. And we can also make sure that people that live in that area, that their conditions are preserved. And there I was, um, had the privilege this um, fall of being on the Amalfi Coast. And it was a perfect time of year. It was late October. And in this small town, the general manager was sharing with me that um, it experienced 35,000 people a day during the summer when it's really designed for 10,000. And I think about the efforts that we're all making in terms of shoulder season and how that's a better experience for the traveler and really a better experience for workforce management and you know, we are just with us, you know, we're, we're here to support advisor entrepreneurship to build together. And, you know, with Grace's organization, and we, as we start to talk about co-pilots, the co-pilots are worldwide. And so as we are entrepreneurs serving and working with entrepreneurs, we help the global economy. And um, that feels really good. Um, so before I kind of jump into talking about, you know, introducing Grace and her powerful bio, just a few other things I would like to touch base on is, you know, in addition to our commitment to sustainability and responsible tourism, you know us at Classic well enough now, you know, the professional growth, we're highly invested in that, you know, opportunities like this morning with sellers of luxury. And when I first started at Classic, and I looked up the definition of luxury. It's having access to something not readily available, something that creates great ease. And that, that is your freelance marketplace, Grace, right? I mean, it is not readily available. It creates great ease. We'll talk about what it costs to have a fully burdened employee versus yeah. just an employee when you need the employee, right? And then the business can be more profitable. Also at Classic, you know, the personal growth opportunities. And then just we really value lifestyle. I mean, you, you sell lifestyle, but you also want to make sure that you also have a lifestyle. And, you know, we do that through our royalty rewards program by allowing you to earn points as you book travel for travel anywhere um, that Classic offers. And that is all that's a reward, but also an opportunity for you to be able to discover. So just a few things. I know that um, my VP of sales asked me to touch base on just a few things that we're seeing right now in the industry. And I think one of one of the biggest things that we're seeing, and it's not just our industry, but it is nationwide, is population migration, right? This this great opportunity for people to get to live where they want to live and build the life that they want to build. And I know for us, for the longest time, we were headquartered in San Jose, which is right in that's in the Silicon Valley area, and became very difficult, you know, at times for employees to be able to buy a house as you've got Silicon Valley building up. And as a company, I take great pride that now we have employees that, you know, can live in Texas, can live in Oklahoma, that can move to where their families are and to, um, which is something people haven't been able to do while also being a great employer to them. With that, being able to provide tools to advisors that are outside of, you know, greater metropolitan areas is something that we really pride ourselves in. 
We are also seeing a younger demographic come into our industry, which is something that we as an industry talked about for a long time. I you know my mother-in-law, who's just probably between 80 and 85, she was a travel advisor for Carmel Monterey Travel for years. And that was a signature travel agency. And she probably made $35,000 a year because that was what you made in a salary. And now we have so many travel advisors that are making six figures their their first year of business, and their only problem is how to scale the business. And so to be able to partner um, with the with the right suppliers, with the right customers, and you know my solutions and development team creating the right technology so that we can support that um, really matters. And so our partnership with the co-pilots creates for us having engaged employment for our customers having engaged employment and opportunities to work together to build. So I'm Grace, if you're okay, um, it, it, this is your this is your blushing moment. Can I just jump in and read your bio straight off of okay. LinkedIn? Because it, it's just, it's so great. Um, Grace McBride is a dedicated builder in the hospitality and travel industry, currently serving as the founder and CEO of, let's talk about this, is it Lucia or Lucia? Because different people pronounce it differently. It's Lucia. It's named after my grandmother, my Italian grandmother, but I know it's pronounced Lucia elsewhere, but I say Lucia. Okay, perfect. Okay. So Lucia is a marketplace that connects the luxury travel industry with freelancers, addressing the labor shortage crisis and helping businesses scale without hiring. Grace's professional journey has been deeply rooted in both luxury travel and startups, focusing on services and technology. She has held leadership roles in several travel-related companies, including serving as CEO of TripKit, an assistance service for luxury travel advisors, which she successfully exited in 2022. She also served as COO of Miles Ahead, a luxury travel concierge company, while she was a full-time undergraduate student. A proud alumni of Cornell University, Grace earned her Bachelor's of Science degree before pursuing her MBA at the University of Notre Dame, Mendoza College of Business. She was also a fellow in the in the New York 2021 cohort of the Startup Leadership Program and Philip and a Philip C. Wolf Memorial Scholarship winner of the Focus Right Conference of 2022. Grace has most recently been appointed as entrepreneur in residence at the Nolan School of Hotel Administration at Cornell University. Grace is passionate about sharing her. This is my favorite part of the whole bio. I could have just skipped. I mean, it's all great. Grace is passionate about sharing her expertise and insights with other young entrepreneurs in travel and hospitality. She is always excited to try the next new hotel or restaurant and currently resides in Brooklyn and New York. And for that first sentence of that last paragraph, Grace, thank you, because um, taking the time to share your expertise and insights with other young entrepreneurs is something I've witnessed and watched, is something I've connected you with other people to do so, and um, that's a great value. So Let's just start off. Let's do let's do the stuff that's not about business because I I think it was the previous CEO of Starbucks that said we're not we don't sell coffee. We're people doing business with people, and that matters. And I'm a big believer that 50% of our success in business is having the right people rooting for us. So tell us about you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate the introduction. And it's really wonderful to have all of you tuning in here today. Amazing. So thank you so much for taking an interest. I started, as we mentioned, as a luxury travel advisor. That was how I started. I was doing it while in college. It was an accidental way to help pay for college tuition. I started out, though, growing up in my father's florist. He was a florist on Long Island. I literally grew up sweeping the floor and you know, sticking my chin over the counter to, to help check out people at the counter. And when we talk about Lucia um, and you talk about being someone in business for other people, it honestly goes back to my father's florist. And I got to watch the impact of how small business can help grow and build a family. And it, my parents successfully sent three kids to college. You know, they took care of us as amazing parents. And the idea of being able to provide an entrepreneurial pursuit and help other small businesses grow that's what we're in business for. It's great that we get to help people travel the world. Of course, that's a selfish side quest for me to enjoy that part of it. Um, but to be honest with you, that idea that we get to help other entrepreneurs grow, that is truly where my passion point lies and honestly where all of this came about. Um, so, you know, yes, travel, it's amazing and, and obviously a passion of mine, but being able to work with the, you know, hundreds of entrepreneurs that we work with on a daily basis, that is truly uh, where my passion lies and where the business came from. 
Yeah, that's wonderful. And that's, I think, you know, for, you know, for us, you know, we were, we were a customer, right? So we had, we, we had a gap and it was our VP of solutions, Amy Logan. And she said, you know, we've got, we've got some work that doesn't need to be, we don't have to have, here's the thing. If you have, if you are, if you have an employee that makes $50,000 a year, you know, salary, it it fully burdened in 75,000, right? Or it's a hundred thousand and it's 150,000. And so when you have work to be done, project work, and you can, you can outsource it, it makes a big difference. And so we actually have, first and foremost, we were a customer. And then we said, okay, there's a bigger story here. And our connectivity of really building that entrepreneur um, is the spirit which we've come together. Uh, yeah. Tell us, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that's one of the best compliments is that when we partner with the business, the best part about it is having them start using us first so you can actually see the benefit. And I know you're still using that co-pilot. I know you're talking about still today. Yeah. And it's been yeah. amazing to come, you know, see the the requests go through to work with them because you just know that we're launching this amazing partnership together, but you're not doing it out of press or this, you know, ultimate need to like share the businesses. You're usually using it now with us because of an actual need you found and something that you think that other businesses can benefit from regardless of their size. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. And it's good to, um, I mean, just to try the services first, right. And we didn't know that this would be the outcome, but it it made just perfect sense. And we want to share this. And, you know, as a company, Grace, that we, our customer is the travel advisor. So the only way for us to grow our business is to make sure that we are maximizing the travel advisor's time, right? We, we have to make sure that we are taking the things off the travel advisor's plate that are nice to do's and allowing the travel advisor to do the things that are really have to do's for you. So um, Grace, tell us about your time as a travel advisor and what did you learn and the gaps that you saw? Yeah. So like I mentioned, I was doing this while at college. So I imagine most advisors that we work with on a daily basis, a good percentage of them over 85%. And I think we're nearing even 90% now are women. Regardless though, uh, I would say probably a similar amount are parents, folks that are working Mm -hmm. multiple jobs sometimes. Um, It depends on the career of the advisor that we're working with, but usually being an advisor is not their only job, even if it's their only salary necessarily, you have a million jobs in your life. And so for me being a student, that was my additional job, if you will. And what I realized during that time was just how burdening this solo entrepreneurial journey can be. And for some reason in all these other industries around me, whether it's you're looking at real estate or retail, um, any anything in content, I mean, really any other industries, there's support for individual and small business owners. But yeah, when I looked at travel, there was a huge gap. And honestly, it felt like, well, through an through a entrepreneurship class that I took my senior year at Cornell, uh, I had to come up and find where the pain points were. And so I went after the industry that I was currently in. And after working and interviewing with over, I think, 50 or 60 you know, advisors at the time, their biggest feedback was, I'm exhausted. I'm doing five people's jobs. Uh, we don't have the money or don't want to spend the money or don't want to you know, pose the risk of hiring someone full-time or even part-time to do some of these roles, um, but this isn't sustainable. And as a result, we saw a lot of burnout with our own team members at Miles Ahead, but also you know, just with friends of mine in the industry. So when it came time to build the Chia, we said, where are the pain points? Where are the moments where an advisor doesn't have to be doing everything? You know, where can we let them hand some things off their plate to people who can potentially even do better uh, and potentially even cheaper than what your time's worth? And how can we make that even more accessible? So that's really where it came out of. It came out of me being a student at the same time and saying, I have finals and I need to call a client at the same time. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and where is that moment where I can make it all work? And I think for our advisors today, whether you're a parent, you're taking care of a loved one, if you're working multiple jobs, whatever that looks like for you, uh, we want to make sure that you still have the ability and the skills to scale the way you want to. You know, isn't it interesting? I mean, I think sometimes we can all get so like stuck in the reeds of like, okay, I've got to do this and this is my problem. But to, to be able to step outside of that and say, okay, this is my problem. And so I'm going to take it and I'm going to set it right here. And I'm going to try to wrap my arms around why was this problem put in front of me in the first place? Yeah. How can I solve for it? Um, yeah, I mean, wise beyond your years at that point in time as you're still in university. And I think that, that that in itself is a good lesson, a reminder for all of us that it's not it's not just the problem we're facing, but the opportunity to come up with a solution. So 
just tell us, tell us the core, the foundation of Lucia. Um, what, how, I mean, you, however you want to start. So tell us about the design of the company. Tell us about um, the vision, where, where you're at today and um, how, how you're currently helping advisors. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as I kind of mentioned, it all comes back to that initial class where we were trying to find that pain point. And when we started building Lucia, it very much started out of that pain point of how do we let advisors hand things off their plate that they don't need to be doing. What it now is and what the vision for Lucia now is, is how do we help provide a marketplace of amazing, talented contractors that are accessible at any time? Whether you need a one-off project, whether you need a full-time assistant, whether you need someone to run your social media, whether you need someone to go to a conference for you because you can't be there, whatever that looks like for you and your business, we want to have a supply of amazing folks that have experience, and that's a really important part of our platform, is that have experience in the travel industry and the hospitality industry. So our marketplace consists of a couple hundred co-pilots, as we call them, because I'm a sucker for a good name, and all of our co-pilots, because assistant just felt untrue, right? These co-pilots mm-hmm. really are your partners. They're their own entrepreneur. They're their own business owner. All of our co-pilots are running their own fr- freelance business on their own. So they're your partner. And we wanted to bring in these co-pilots that were experienced, they know their fields well, and they can really help you uh, scale and grow as you need. Um, But not every advisor needs a full-time assistant. Not every advisor needs someone uh, to be, you know, doing their social media for 20 or 40 hours a week. And so really the purpose is flexibility, it's autonomy and adaptability for whatever your business needs. And so at any given point in time, you can fit into any of those categories and it's meant to flow with you as you change. So right now at Classic, I mean, we cover the world as far as destinations go, and we have a large number of travel advisors that mm-hmm. have registered to work with us over, let's say over a you know, six, 12, 18 month period, but I haven't made a booking yet. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing a mid-year review, we were like, wow, so these are people that have proactively done something to say, Classic, I want to do business with you but they haven't done business yet. And those are, you know, so those aren't customers totally in the door, but they put one foot in the door, right? And we did we did this great engagement survey with them in October. And this is a good reminder to everybody, just the power of a personal phone call is we said, instead of doing a written survey monkey and, you know, they send it back, which is not warm, let, let's call and let, let's ask these advisors five questions to understand what it is they were looking for. Did they try us? Would they be willing to try us? And we have a whole series of things that we want to know, right? Um, but we haven't had time because we know the demands of the business go up and down with our existing um, employment group to kind of take, to get our arms around the next one. Is that something where I could say, hey, Grace, I want to have 10 people and I want to reach out to 500 advisors and ask these questions and share a little bit about Classic. Is that something that a company could call upon you for? A thousand percent. Uh, we have it done quite often. And to be honest with you, we use it internally as a business to do the exact same thing to our customer set and to our advisors to figure out if we're doing the right things for them and scaling the business as they want us to. So we actually, as a business, use our own co-pilots and hire our own co-pilots to do that kind of work. So definitely. And how how do you manage the, if someone says, oh, are you with Classic Vacations? Like, how is that 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 warm bridge? Like, how do you create that? Yeah. So in terms of us partnering with you or in terms of an advisor wanting to use us with you guys? Well, in terms of if if I, if a company like me or one of our customers that joined us today says, hey, I want you to come on and I want you, you know, you're going to do this project and you're it's going to be customer interfacing. Um, how do we to have them take on kind of the persona of being part of classifications when they're really freelance marketplace? Like, is that ever confusing? Yeah. So we get that question a lot, actually. So for the context of an advisor, if you have, and we get this a lot, uh, if you are calling, let's say a cruise line and you're, or you're calling a supplier or a hotel or a DMC like classic, and you need to ask a bunch of questions about a booking, help manage or adjust something. Um, they typically just call and, and introduce themselves as an assistant of said company. So mm-hmm. they'd be, uh, you know, an assistant or a, a a team member of classifications with you guys. But the best part about it is it's up to you. So if you wanted them to introduce themselves as a contractor that that you're hiring to uh, work with them, 
they're welcome to introduce themselves that way. The best okay. part about all of this is that you as a client, as an advisor or as classic, you're in charge of the relationship um, from that perspective. And you get to decide how the engagement's going to work. Um, and we don't tell you that you have to work a certain way. Okay, great. Um, okay, so next persona. So I'm an independent contractor. I have left a powerful degree, a powerful career in law. And I've started my own career in the travel business and it is exploding. And I just want to sell, sell, sell. But as we all know, that's that somebody once I, I listened to an interview. Well, you were, you were at the, um, you were at Virtuoso. So you listened to Steve Bartlett and yeah. he interviewed a CEO one time and um, described it as beauty and barbed wire, right? So the, the beautiful part is this fun curation of travel. And then the barbed wire piece for a lot of people is like doing the invoicing and the follow-up. So Persona of independent contractor who left a big, powerful career is just launched into travel. It's going gangbusters and there's all the back of the house stuff. How does a co-pilot jump in and help there? Yeah. So I love this question because it's one of our most common requests, to be honest with you. I think, uh, and Matthew Upchurch talked about this actually at Virtuoso Travel Week, uh, and he brought this up when he was presenting Lucia actually at Travel Week, and he had said that advisors typically follow one of two ways, and people in general either are right-brained or left-brained. Not all of us, I'm mm -hmm. not judging us for being in one corner or the other, mm -hmm. but a lot of us are the really good at making relationships, being you know uh, outwardly good at sales or marketing or just more on the right creative side of the brain. And then others of us are really great on the left side, more analytical, great at follow-up, uh, really great at following process. Um, and so when you think about an advisor and being a small business owner, can you imagine asking someone to do both sides? If you're amazing mm -hmm. at being creative, now all of a sudden you have to also be the one to follow process and follow structure and organization when that's not the way that your brain typically works. It's not what you're best at. It's not what you're most valuable for. And so when we talk about Lucia, I like to bring it up in that way because we have a lot of advisors that have relationships because they left their amazing career in law. And now they're building out all these travel itineraries with their customers and their contacts from their career previously. But why are you also being the one to do all of the left brain side of the work there? Um, why are you doing all jobs at once? And so <laughs> I like to say that just because being busy feels good and it makes us feel productive doesn't actually mean we are. And so with a lot of advisors, we see them coming to us saying, I need a virtual assistant. I don't know how many hours a week. I don't know exactly what for, but I know I need them to do all this process following new customer interactions or when I book a new trip and I need someone to come in and be my virtual assistant. Um, and I'm looking for maybe five to 10 hours a week or maybe 20 to 40. I'm not quite sure yet. That's the value that we can provide because we can have a co-pilot who has that brain to say, yeah, great. I'll, I'll take care of all of the post booking details. I'll take care of follow-up. I'll take care of your inbox um, and be able to step in and do that for you. Yeah. Isn't that, so Kyle Brock is our business development manager in Tennessee. And I remember one time we, 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 we laughed out loud about this word busy. It's, I mean, it's really, it's a, it's a terrible concept, right? Just this concept of just being busy to your point of like, you know, what are you really good at? And I, I always say that was one of my, that was one of my greatest gifts when I turned 50 is when you, when you get to this place of saying, I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. And I just have to have somebody to the right of me and to the left of me that are good at what I'm not good at. So I, I think that that's a, um, it takes a while to get there sometimes. I mean, you've gotten there faster than I ever did, but um, it's powerful when you know that because you can scale your business. So yeah. let's, so let's go into, um, I mean, there's so many, I guess, give me some, like your, your two to three favorite yeah. stories and kind of start to finish. Like, and I would say like, how do I, how do I know if I want to have, you know, Jim in Stockholm as my co-pilot versus, you know, Lucy in Austin and how do I, how do I know? And how do I, so just, just give me an example, like with that and then. What if I don't know how many hours? I mean, maybe Lucy's really good and she's going to get done in 10 hours. What I thought it would take me 20 hours to do because she's good at it and I'm not. Like, how do how does all that choosing and committing and if it doesn't work out? And so if you could just give us some real life studies start to finish, I think that that would um, illustrate for the listeners today. Definitely. And I am so sorry in advance, Katie, I'm about to, to use you as an example. So actually answering some of the questions in the chat is Katie, who actually is a co-pilot with us. So literally right now we're working with one of our own co-pilots to help step in on this call um, and help assist our team. So 
with Katie, she joined Lucia as a co-pilot and we had an advisor of ours who uh, I believe he was part of Travel Experts. Um, he was, I think, working with uh, one team member at the time that was like a full-time hire, but they were transitioning out of their role and they were going to go do a different career. And so he came to me, his name was Ralph. And he said, you know, I am so busy. I work with a, a you know, a set of customers. Um, and I really, I need someone to be able to step in and really do the back end kind of virtual assistant work that we were talking about. And he said, I am not someone that is organized. I need someone that can just really step in and kind of save me from myself. It, I'm using my words, not his, but you can kind of get the point of him saying, I'm not organized. I just need someone to come in and take over on the back end admin, which not every co-pilot is necessarily a perfect fit for that. But he posted a request on our platform and he asked us, you know, is this something you can do? And he had Katie start working with him. And Katie has been working with him now for, I'd say well over, I think eight months now, maybe almost even a year now at this point. And Katie had not only do some of the backend virtual assistant work, but she also set up infrastructure in the business, standard operating procedures. Um, and ultimately she is now transitioning partially out of that co-pilot role with him because she helped him trim down his client list to a set number of people that are actually generating him the right amount of revenue and profit um, so that he can focus on how to really grow the right way as a business owner. And ironically, they're taking a step back from working with each other because he doesn't need her as much anymore because he's got all those processes set up now and he's organized now and he has that business really humming well. Um, and so, you know, Katie did an amazing job so much so that she's now working, you know, with different clients now because she did that, that job so well with Ralph that he didn't necessarily need her uh, for 40 hours a week anymore. They got so efficient. So that's a really good example. I'd say another really, really wonderful one was um, we now do this quite often, but at the, you know, at the time we weren't doing it as much, but we had an advisor come to us. They were part of, they were in an IC at an agency. And she said, I, you know, I manage my own client list. Our agency's super busy. They're based out of California. And she said, our team is just humming. We're super, super busy. I have a very big client list. I'm pregnant and I would like to take time off to enjoy mm -hmm. being a first-time mom. And I really don't want to lose my client list and lose all this business I've built for myself because I decided to take off for a few months. And I don't want to be thinking about work the entire time I'm, you know, starting to raise my, my first child. She said, is this something that you guys can do? And we had a co-pilot named Tanisha and she is based out of, I think, Houston, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, and remotely covered our customer's business for, I believe it ended up being closer to eight months around there, you know, for a good solid six months full time, and then started transitioning the advisor back in, back into her client list. The best part about it though, is that she was paid hourly and the customer or the agent that she was working with was still making commission on all the trips booked. You know, that, that was the agreement they had together. Um, and so really just became a support system for her to be able to go be a first time mom and take that time off. So those are just a few a few ways. Um, but I'll also give the brief example, keeping an eye on time, just of an example of a, a newer advisor that joined us recently. And she had to take a step back from a big career in tech. And because her you know family member needed uh, someone to take care of them full time. And she said, I always wanted to work in travel. I was always excited about it. And I couldn't work this big job in tech anymore. So I decided to become an advisor to give me the flexibility. And so she became a co-pilot with us in addition to being an advisor because she hadn't built out her client list yet. She said, I'm still, you know, I know I'm trained. I've gone through trainings. I'm experienced. I've done bookings, but I don't have a massive customer list. And can I join you as a co-pilot? to, you know, kind of soften the blow of the the financial toll. And so she's been able to make a living joining us as a co-pilot. Um, so those are kind of just some of the examples of how people can work with us. So what, okay, so I'm gonna actually get them to do one more example. So I'm just thinking about like last week, I had the um, the honor of joining our Europe product team who is all Europe based um, and at ILTM, right? And that's a, that's a really, really demanding week. So it's, where I could have probably just personally used someone is like just helping me navigate the schedule. So it's, I'm meeting with customers, but as opposed to kind of ping-ponging back and forth is somebody saying, you know, here's where you should meet. Here's this event going on. Here's, you should meet this person here. So I don't want to, I don't want to minimize like having like almost like a, a freelance personal assistant, but you know, and it is in the travel space. Is that an area of expertise where I would say, 
Grace, I've got a need and I need someone. And this is an area where you, you need to be able to, you know, like you and I throw things and we need somebody to be able to catch them and not say, oh, explain to me, right? That's, I think that's the hardest part is when we bring someone on or when there's fear of bringing someone on, and this is just me thinking out loud, oftentimes it is, ah, I could bring this person on, but it's just going to be easier for me to do it myself as opposed to explaining to someone else what I need. So it's kind of a two-part question, like, so save the second part for like how you navigate that, but like where my needs are, is that something that I should think about for next year? Yeah, definitely. So one of the biggest pushbacks that we get with a new client demo is that exact question. I am so busy. I don't even have the time to meet with you, let alone train someone as a freelancer or a employee to come join my business. You know, what am I, what am I supposed to do with that? I'm, I'm so overwhelmed great. I'll meet with you at seven in the morning. If we have to, (laughs) like we can do the demo early in the day. So it doesn't impact your work day. Step one. But when it comes to actually talking about the day-to-day of your business and bringing on a co-pilot, you need to remember a few things. Every single co-pilot is vetted and onboarded specifically only with folks that have experience in the hospitality and travel industry. They must already know what you're talking about. That's important. The first step. You then get to look through our catalog of co-pilots and not only see where they're located, their hourly rate, but also their ratings, their reviews from other advisors that have worked with them. You get to see how many projects they've worked on in the past and how many they're currently working on. You get to see their bio about everywhere they've worked previously, especially in travel. You get fun facts because again, I think the more you know a person, the better you can work together. And you also see a photo of them. So you feel like you can start to build a relationship before you even select to request to work with them, you can see a full profile about who they are as a person, their experiences, and what they present themselves as. Now, of course, you want to make sure that you're working with the right people, but that's the whole point, is that we've taken many steps before you even interact with that co-pilot to make sure that they'd be someone that would be a good fit and that they're verified and vetted. Um, the best part, too, is that if we ever get bad experiences with co-pilots, we're a bit ruthless, to be honest with you, and we'll remove them because it, service is everything, especially in this business. And so if they get a poor review, they're going to be removed. Um, and so for us, it's really important that we build out a really trustworthy network of co-pilots. So hopefully that's a first step. Katie, as a good example, was told, I have a webinar tomorrow. My COO is sick for the day and can't do the chat function for this webinar. Can you jump in? And I sent her a link and Hopefully she's answering them well because she wasn't given much context before jumping in. But as as an example, they are their own entrepreneurs. You're not hiring someone that's basing off of, oh, I'm going to get paid this week no matter what. Right. I don't really care. These are entrepreneurs that need good reviews. They want to get more business. They're really hungry for more work. Most requests on our platform disappear before anyone can even click the email to open it into our platform. So like our co-pilots complaints right now is that re- requests disappear too quickly because they don't even ca- can't get to the request quick enough. So you know you're working with a hungry, excited group of individuals who really want to work with you. I So I'm just going to throw one other example out there because then it will kind of, it'll close up today's call in a, in a few minutes just talking about Europe. But I know one yeah. of the other things that Grace and I talked about is that so we have, you know, Europe is our number one product. And with Europe, these are usually high ticket, uh, I mean, if for no other reason, I mean, clients are going for seven, 10 days, but they're also high ADRs. And so with, for us with bookings over $10,000, we have a, our concierge program. And so Grace and I were comparing notes, like an employee here, which is, you know, in the United States, wanting, needing them to do restaurant reservations. Right. And so we were comparing like how many restaurant reservations I could have an, a classic employee make versus having a co-pilot make. And their their rate was, I think it was about, I, mean, I don't remember specifically, but I think it was like 40% higher. I mean, that just has to do with employment laws, right? That has to do with breaks and it has to do with lunches and also time zones because I could have, so as a customer, as a travel advisor, I could say, okay, co-pilot, I've got 20 families traveling and these are my favorite restaurants and I want restaurant reservations. And I could just send you over the, the the sum of work to the co-pilot who's actually based in Paris, who is actually based in Rome, who might have even suggestions of like, yeah, that great, that place is great. And it's a Michelin restaurant, but here's a really great mom and pop that they should try. And that they're on the ground engaging real time and actually more efficient and getting work done. So I love that example. And it's something that you and I need to kind of circle back to. 
Definitely. And I think that's, you know, you get during certain periods of the year, you get use cases like that, that pop up, um, especially when you have like European summer, you know, coming up, you want to have a lot of co-pilots do confirmation details, reconfirming with restaurants, making those reservations. But if you're based in California, you're not calling Paris, you know, when, when it's super early in the morning or super late at night. So, you know, we really become beneficial that way, but. Well, and I mean, and just having, I mean, I know for us, like on the Europe side, you know, we've, I mentioned our Europe product team being based in Europe, so Greece and in Italy, and our, we've got a, a large customer service constituency based in Europe as well. But how amazing that if, if, if an advisor had a co-pilot that is on European time, right? So let's say that they're in the Rome time zone and they need to reach out like to classic vacations for something or they, you want, or the advisor wants them saying, you know what, I want the luxury of reconfirmations on everything they're on the ground doing that. So it's just, it's just so powerful. And so, so with that um, special offer for classic advisors. Yes. yes. And okay. <laughs> definitely. So I can talk quickly about um, the, the cost and what the benefit is with uh, classic. So obviously as a, you know, a benefit to anyone that's coming to us through classifications, first of all, you'll get your white glove service handholding on all, not only our demo experiences. So when you want to come work with us, we can set you up with a one-on-one -on -one demo um, so that you can get really onboarded with a white glove ex experience. And then if you are ever emailing us with questions, you're going to get a priority response um, for anyone that's come through us via the classic uh, you know, way of getting to us. Um, that being said, we do have a subscription, which is how we get paid on the platform. It's typically $39 a month or $390 a year, but with the classic benefit, you're getting a discount of $35 a month or $350 a year. Um, but for anyone that wants to join us or take a look, there's a specific link so that you can get that discount through classic. Grace, is there anything that you're like, oh, Melissa, you missed the mark. You should have asked this. Well, I should share uh, one or two things that I saw popped up into the chat. One thing, yes, it is Santa Lucia Day, the, the company itself. Uh share um, is named after my grandmother, but the point of it is that's the saint of sight and eyesight. Um, and I think what's really important for anyone and the reason why the business was named this was because showing people the world is one of the greatest gifts you can give anyone. And Santa Lucia was my grandmother's name, but also I think anyone that works in travel has the gift of showing people the world. And I think that if you are going to have this job and be able to show people the world, um, you know, I'm really excited that we get to be a part of that journey. So Thank you, someone, for mentioning that in the in the chat. Um, and I think the last thing that we should say, uh, just one of the questions that came through as well, is um, just how you get to work with and pair with co-pilots. And to be honest with you, it's a little bit of a longer answer because I want you to be able to see what the platform looks like and go through a demo with us. Because if you just log on and start using us without a demo, you might miss quite a few things that could make your experience 10 times better. Um, so I recommend you taking the the 10 minutes with us to sit through a demo and really get to be walked through the platform so you can get the most out of it. And how do we, how do we go about getting that set up? So to get the benefit of the classic partnership, you go to our website slash partners slash classic vacations. Make sure you put the dash between classic and vacations. And then if you want to sign up for a demo, or uh, you want to ask us any specific questions that we haven't answered here, please email us at hello at letslochia.com. We answer that email pretty immediately. So we'll be able to get to your questions. And if you just want to go ahead and sign up and get a demo done um, without even sending us an email on our website where it's letslucia.com, there's a book a demo tab and you can just find a time on my calendar and we'll be able to sit through a one-on-one -on -one demo together and really walk you through the platform. And of course, just mention classification so you can get the discounted benefit. Thank you so much for all these great reminders. I mean, for me as a customer as well, I mean, I'll be with members of my leadership team this week and I it has me thinking, right, about how we can make our own employees and our own company more powerful. You, I'm so proud for you. And I'm so grateful that you have created this business, um, another business once again, to benefit our customers and really happy to be in partnership with you. As, as I close out today, we are anticipating um, another very strong Europe season. We at Classic in conjunction with the powerful partnership with Lucia and, and giving you more time in your day. Um, you know, our team is ready. You know, we've got our, your, our exclusive Europe desk that can support you in making Europe bookings. As I mentioned, our Europe team is on the ground. We do rail. We do, that's actually another thing, Grace, we, we need to talk about. You know, we, we do rail. We do concierge. We have over a thousand tours and activities. We're seeing a big uptick in Caribbean. And, you know, we have a lot of exclusive programs um, in the Hawaiian Islands still. Um, and of course, our, our 
robust groups division. So we really look forward to partnering with you, our travel advisor and Grace, you and your incredible team. So thank you so much. Um, are we doing, is there a leftover Q&A or did she get to all of it during the course of the call? We have a few questions if you want us to answer real quick. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, just to answer a few of these questions live, what's our onboarding process? For anyone that wants to take a look with us, we do, like I said, do those one-on-one -on -one demos. We really walk you through, there's a couple different ways you can work with co-pilots, whether it's a fixed request or an hourly one. So like how the pricing works and why you might choose one versus another, you might really want to take a look at that demo so you can walk through that together. Someone also asked if you have the ability to interview a few co-pilots instead of just getting a request accepted, uh, you know, by posting it out there. We actually allow you to either post a request out to everyone so it can go quickly, um, or we can also accept offers. And so you have the ability to just accept offers from folks um, and have the ability to interview them first. So that's why I recommend that demo. We really get to walk you through that. Mm -hmm. what it's like for anyone that asks questions about uh, co-pilots who know TravelJoy and VCRM. We have co-pilots that know all of the different technologies. We have co-pilots who understand Sabre and the GDS. We have co-pilots who can code and do website development, website design. Um, if it has anything to do with hospitality and it's legal, yes, it's <laughs> like you could do it. Um, so yes, website design. Uh, and I could say really quickly, the three buckets that we typically see the most often, anything related to admin, that's the dumpster fire of admin work typically. Then we have uh, concierge and reservations. That's anything to do with helping plan and work with your customers on actual travel planning. And then the last piece being kind of that marketing, social media content creation. Um, we understand almost all the technologies I've ever heard of. We've added onto the platform and found co-pilots for, if we're missing any, let us know and we'll get them added ASAP. For uh, co-pilots also uh, and their pricing, they actually have posted rates on their profiles, but you get to negotiate with them. So one important thing to note is that we do not set your pricing for requests. That is up to you and the co-pilot, like you'd work with anyone um, that you'd be hiring, except we streamline a lot of that, give their suggested rate, and you have the ability to negotiate th through the platform very seamlessly. So hopefully that's helpful. Minimum of hours and cost? Absolutely not. If you want to work with someone for 15 minutes and uh, you know a quick one-off request for 30 bucks, Absolutely. Go ahead. Be all, be our guest. You could cancel the subscription afterwards. Uh, you automatically get a 14-day trial as well. So if you decide you don't like us, make sure you cancel it before the trial and you could do that through the platform. No problem. And if you decide that you want to work with five co-pilots at once, one to do your website, one to do your emails and helping you there, someone to just be on call on weekends, um, you can work with co-pilots in a variety of different roles and we don't constrict how many you work with, how often, all of that is completely up to you. And if actually there's a co-pilot that maybe you didn't, you know, you were working together, but it was fine. You wanted to find someone else, maybe someone with a different skill set that they didn't have. You can close out that contract, no problem, and start working with someone else. And that's really the beauty of it is that we get to streamline a lot of that connection with new co-pilots as well. Do we have an accountant? Yes, we have accountants with co with uh, travel and hospitality experience. So especially if you're using like Sion or other accounting tools, um, QuickBooks, things like that, you're more than welcome to, uh, you know, work with our co-pilots. We also have a lawyer um, as well on the platform that's a co-pilot. Price difference, point of difference using someone offshore um, versus the co-pilots based, uh, you know, here we have co-pilots based all over the world. So we have co-pilots in the U.S., in Asia, Australia, New Zealand, Europe, U.K., Africa, I mean, really all over the place. The price difference for us is going to be, uh, we always start at a price point of minimum wage. Um, we believe in fair wage for all of our employees. Um our contractors, apologies, not employees, um, but they get to ultimately set the rate. So that's up to you to decide and negotiate with them. Grace, I have a question that just because you said all over the world, I'm thinking about like, you know, we've launched a um, product in Japan. So let's just say you had a co-pilot in Japan and I wanted to, you know, obviously we've got our ground operations and we've got our hotels, but if I wanted someone in destination that WhatsApps my clients the minute that they arrive and says, hey, if you need anything, you know, I've got your itinerary, you know, this, this is what it looks like. But if you need anything while you're here, please reach out to me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm local. I think that that makes a difference to a lot of travel advisors, a lot of customers. Is that something you see? Awesome. So great. Now, the one thing I will say for anyone wanting to use Lucia, communication is your friend. Anytime you want something or need something from a co-pilot, they can't read your mind. And typically, whenever we see a co-pilot and advisor relationship not work out, 
99% of the time is because the advisor didn't communicate everything they actually needed. Um, and I say that lovingly, <laughs> you know, I, I love all of our customers that use us, but a lot of times it comes down to just not sharing enough information with them of what they need. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about spending hours training them. I'm just saying when you initially post that request, whatever your expectations are, if you need something turned around in an hour, Please tell them they can't they don't know that they, they don't know if you need it in a week or an hour if you need it uh, in 24 hours they don't know your expectations the skill sets you need and we again that's the point of our demo as well as we kind of share some of those suggestions for you on how to use us well um, and how to communicate that well um, but if you're looking for someone to whatsapp clients when they land on the ground somewhere absolutely of course again just communicate that with them and they'll be able to help you with all of that thank you for everyone that's joined okay. today because there's yeah. some great questions Let's here touch. Yep, a couple that popped up just to quickly review the pricing with the classic discount. So typically we're $39 a month, um, but we're $35 a month with classic. Make sure you use that link that we sent through. If you didn't get that link, um, you can email hello at letslochia.com. No, there's not a minimum number of a months. We can just, you can do month to month. You just need to cancel whenever you decide not to use us. And yes, you can restart your subscription if business picks back up. We do have a non-compete in place for contractors. If you do decide you'd like to hire someone though outside the platform as a full-time employee, uh, you're more than welcome to ask us and we have a, uh, you know, basically a hiring uh, agreement that you can do with us. But ultimately, most of our co-pilots typically don't want that. Uh, that's why they come to us. So just keep that in mind that most of these co-pilots are not anticipating becoming a full-time employee after working with us because they typically do want that flexibility. How much of the co-pilots is their range? Yes. And I... If I gave you even a range, I'd still probably be off because it's such a big one. It depends on the skill sets that they have, what their niches are, and what you're looking for. If you're ever looking for a request um, and you don't know what to price it at, again, our demo will walk you through this. But if you're ever not quite sure what to price a request at, uh, you can always use our offer tool. And co-pilots can make an offer, let you know their availability, um, and you can even interview them if you like as an option. I think that might be it for all of our questions. I think we might have gotten to most of them. And with further questions, you they can email you. If there's classic questions, you can certainly um, email the sales alias there. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Grace. What a fantastic webinar. What a great overview. We all learned so much. And, and you know, by all of the questions and all of the comments, it's just, just a great, great timing. And thank you all for joining us today. We always appreciate your time. And thank you for you know, coming to learn more about our partnership and how Classic Vacations and Lucia can help you grow your business and help support you. Have a great day, everyone. And wow, Rachel said, best Lucia overview I have attended. So thank you for that, Wonderful. Rachel. Wonderful. Thank you all. Thank you. Thanks, Take Grace. Care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Conversation with Melissa Kruger. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. To get started with Lucia, for travel agencies registered with Classic Vacations, go to letslucia.com forward slash partners forward slash classic dash vacations. If your travel agency would like to register with Classic Vacations, go to classicvacations.com, click sign in, then under sign in information, complete and submit the agency registration form. We hope you'll tune into our next podcast. Take care and enjoy your day.